If you are looking for a water softening system, hands down, the best one out there. I, I get it all the time. I just had uh, a friend of mine at my house yesterday, and uh, he heard it kick in. He said, what is that? Let me see it. It's the Connecticut water softening system. I'm seeing ads all over for all different water, all kinds of water softening systems, and there's one or two brands out there that advertise heavily. Uh, but the Connecticut water softening system, you want the best. You compare that to the ones that are being advertised heavily right now, and hands down, uh, Connecticut wins every damn day of the week. All you got to do is uh, get a hold of my buddy, uh, John Atley, over at the Water Doctors, uh, Grandview Boulevard, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, call him, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. If he can't help you in whatever area you're in, he will point you to the dealer that can. But get a hold of him, 262-549-7733. Ask for John. He's the owner. And uh, that is by far, and I've got it in my house, by far the best water softening system, whether it comes to getting your clothes cleaner, showering and feeling better, cleaner, getting all the soap and grime and all that stuff off of you. And when it comes to just drinking water, the reverse osmosis is spectacular. And the service they give you is second to none. Second to none. Get a hold of the water doctors, 262-549-7733, or go to h 2 the number two, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com. That's H2Odoctors.com. There you go. That's our friends at the Water Doctors in Waukesha. Um, coming up after the top of the hour, uh, our buddy Kevin Wheeler from ESPN Radio down in St. Louis. We're going to talk with him, as I'm sure they've got a different reaction to the uh, Brewers catcher Pedro Severino being suspended 80 games, the backup catcher being suspended 80 games by the league for uh, taking a ban substance. So we've got that going on. We'll talk with him about uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and their prowess right behind the Milwaukee Brewers this season as we talked to Mo, excuse me, Mo Egger yesterday. We'll cover the Cubs coming up tomorrow in, uh, in the same sense, but uh, we'll, we're going to talk with uh, Kevin Wheeler today. And then the last hour of the program – we're going to also talk with uh, James Jones as more and more teams, it comes out. Now the Cowboys are throwing their hat into the uh, into the ring, into the mix, as they are also out on the prowl trying to find themselves a wide receiver. They're, everybody's trying to find uh, a, a wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver. And it just... I think now I, my question, Joel asked me, he says, do you think the Packers are going to trade for any big time or mediocre name wide receiver? That's a veteran. I do. I do. I, th this is what I think. Okay. What I think is that as we get closer to the, to the, uh, the NFL draft, you're going to see something happen. That's going to set off a chain reaction. I think, Right now, teams are putting it out there that they're interested. Interested, They're looking for a team that might be in the midst of a rebuild, might not be as good, might be looking for extra draft choices, might have many holes to fill that want to stock up on draft choices and therefore maybe want to deal one of their, their top-flight wide receivers. Um, I know Randall Cobb is a veteran. I get that. Uh, Taylor says, you know, don't forget about Randall Cobb. He's a veteran. He can teach the young guys. He can, but he's not a guy that is going to take attention away from the young guys on the field. You're not going to get Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson in this draft. You're just not, and you need that. 
We're going to talk with James Jones the last hour of the program um, because I had a really good conversation with him a couple of years ago about wide receivers and about when he played and about the number of wide receivers. And he had some comments that I'm going to go back to and get him to expound upon when it comes to the wide receiver class. That's coming up in the last hour of the show. But you you have to have some guys. Uh, I don't think you can go into the season with Alan Lazard, who's got the second-round tender. I don't think you can go into the season with Randall Cobb. And then uh, a bunch of guys, Mari Rogers maybe, behind him, uh, Malik Taylor, um, you know, uh, Chris Blair, Rico Gafford, I think. You, you, that, that's your wide receiver. Jawan Winfrey, that's your wide receiving core right now. Now, I know some of you seem to think, well, you got Tanyan and you've got Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Yes, but if you can't stretch the field, what you're going to have is corners and safeties creeping up and those four- and five-yard outs are going to go to one- and two-yard outs and being stacked up at the line of scrimmage because it's just going to be it's going to be dink and dunk offense that isn't going to garner first downs continuously. And defenses can play up especially when defenses can play singular on the outside one on one. If you don't have somebody that's going to stretch the field or two for that matter. So, yes, I really feel that there is going to be uh, a deal done. Uh, I don't know who And with so many teams now suddenly throwing their hat into the ring for veteran wideouts, we all know that DK Metcalf has been a guy that's been heavily talked about. So I I don't know who else is going to be out there that is going to be on the trade block. I mean, I know that if you go to the Seahawks, you got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But Tyler Lockett, what what is he now, a six-year vet, seven-year vet? DK Metcalf, three or four? So Lockett... He's a, a less sought at when it comes to DK Metcalf. I take him first. He Tyler Lockett is less sought after. We'll say. Now, you know maybe you can find a team out there. You're not going to trade in the division. Here, here's the other thing. Seattle may not even want to trade in the conference. That may eliminate the Packers altogether. They might may not even trade in the conference. So if you're going to start looking elsewhere, you know, it, do you look at a, a team like like New York? They just drafted Elijah Moore in the second round. They're not going to get rid of him. Denzel Mims, they're not going to get rid of him. You know, they're trying to develop these guys. So when you look at a team like like the Jets, uh, the Steelers, they lost Juju Smith-Schuster. They're not going to give up any more. Jacksonville's trying to develop their guys and, and build a rapport with Trevor Lawrence. So you would assume that they're also in the market for wide receiver help. I mean, all of their guys are, you know, um, free agents they brought in to try to help Trevor Lawrence. And they're trying to rebuild with a new coaching staff. So they're not giving it up, right? Which leads you to what, the AFC West? Nobody's giving it up out there. Everybody's trying to get better. It's going to be, the, the, the pickings are going to be slim for the Packers. They're going to have to get creative. And you're probably really going to have to overpay to get one of these guys. 
So if if the if the Packers don't pick up a DK Metcalf if they say they don't want to deal in the in the conference, then maybe the Packers don't make a move. Which then would lead you to believe that the Packers are going to make a move in the NFL draft, maybe not once but twice to get the guy they really covet. And how much is that ultimately going to cost you? Which is why now you start to look at this and say, okay, if the Packers are really, really, really quiet, okay, really quiet, maybe they are looking at somebody that they can grab in a draft and say, okay, let's see what it's going to cost us to move up with so many teams jockeying for position right now. You know? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, apparently, uh, Tyron Matthew is, uh, they thought that he might end up in Pittsburgh, but now uh, I saw today he is down in, uh, in, in New Orleans visiting the Saints. Uh, there's still some thought that Odell Beckham Jr. could come in and help a team maybe by midseason. If you're talking about some of the better wide receivers that are out there, Jarvis Landry, another one. Christian Kirk is gone. A.J. Green still unsigned down in uh, Arizona. Maybe he ends up with the Cardinals. Maybe the Packers give him a look to bring him in. Maybe he could be that safety valve for Aaron Rodgers along with along with Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, who both run really crisp routes. Uh, I don't think, and I know I'm getting a lot of people that are telling me Julio Jones, He, I think he's big in name only. I, I just, I know the Cowboys were looking at him. So I I just, they, I mean, they, they still have CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. It's not like they are bereft of talent, but I just, I, Julio Jones, I mean, the guy got cut. He just didn't have anything left. Maybe if he's not looked at as the dude, he can give you something, just maybe take the attention away, but I don't think so. I I think he's past his prime. So many injuries, detrimental injuries that have hampered his ability and his speed. I just think he's past his prime. I think he's, he's done. He may come in just to fortify a position if somebody goes down with an injury, but beyond that, I don't think Julio Jones is... He's not Julio Jones anymore, I'll tell you that. But that's it. That's all that's really out there. Of note, Jarvis Landry might be the only guy you would go after. And my assumption is that as time goes on, the price goes down for these guys, not up. 877-867-1670, Give us a shout. Um, yeah, let's do this. We're running a little bit late. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. To the program, the Bill Michael Show. We're on the air. Glad to have you. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 
Appreciate you uh, kind of showing up and, and being here and uh, joining us now from the NFL Network. You can always see his stuff over there, former Packers wide receiver as well. Number 89, James Jones is now joining us. JJ, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How y'all living? Doing well. Uh, you know, we're doing right now better than the Green Bay Packers are when it comes to the wide receiver position. So before we get into any other conversation, you give me your thoughts on what's going on in Green Bay. Well, I mean, shoot, we all know Devontae gone. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing we can do about uh, <laughs> now we can do about getting him back. But um, at the same time, I mean, I think it was if you are going to make that move, I think it's the right time that they made the move because now you're able to, you know, work in the draft. You still got some, you know, solid free agents that's out there. So I'm really just waiting to see what they do. I think that's where we're at now. You know, I think they definitely need to go draft on, but I do believe they definitely need a veteran to come in that building too to be able to help, um, you know, a lot of those young guys and just a guy that's kind of sure-handed and, you know, you know, knows how to knows how to really play in, you know, in that kind of weather and things like that. So, you know, you lose Devontae, arguably, not even arguably, you know, you lose him, the best receiver in the National Football League, and you got to do something to replace him. I know they're probably going to do that in the draft, but I would love to see them bring in a veteran as well. Uh, now, I'm going to go back some years. We were in Miami for the Super Bowl, and you and I had a chance to talk. You were talking to me about how hard you guys worked to get open because of the plethora of talent you had. You had Greg, you had you, you had Jordy, you had had Randall. I mean, you had plenty of guys, and all the way going back to that Super Bowl, you had Donald and you had those guys in the mix and Jermichael. When, when you have that many weapons, it gives you so many options, but when you only have really one guy, maybe two, how difficult is it for the wide receiver and for the quarterback? Well, I mean, when you only have one guy, I mean, you know what? It's really the best of both worlds because when you look at Devontae and, you know, he he didn't really have a lot of help on, on, on the other side of him at the wide receiver position. So when you look at that, you automatically know coming into the ball game that you're going to get a lot of targets if you're Devontae. You know, that Aaron will be looking for you. You're going to get a lot of targets, you know what I mean, to be able to make some plays. So that's a bonus. All right, but another thing you're going to get is you're going to get all the attention. You're going to get the best cover corner on you. You might even have some safety help over the top of you. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to get open, you know, and, you know, that's why Devontae is so special because everybody knows the football is going to him year after year after year, game after game, play after play, and he still continues to find his ways to get open. Matt LaFleur did an excellent job of moving him around, you know, in the offense and creating ways for him to get the ball. So, you know, that that's what makes him so special. You know, when you have myself, Jordy, Donald, Greg, Randall, you know, a bunch of guys that can really play, I mean, it's really pick your poison. The only sucky thing about it is, is you know that one day, one game could be my day, the next game could be Jordy's day, the next game could be Greg's day, you know, and you might not get a lot of opportunities. But the good thing is, is you know, that you're not always going to have the best guy on you, and that will be your time to eat, and it just makes it that much harder on the defense. So now, defensively speaking, if you have Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and let's just say, and I agree with you, I think they need to go get themselves a veteran, but let's say they can. Let's say the price is just too high because of how many teams are now looking for guys. How long does it take to bring a guy or two in that are rookies and say, okay, you now go out and need to go out and beat a man? Yeah, to be honest with you, Bringing a rookie in, I think, is, is, is very simple. You know, you bring him in and you let him know you're going to do these one or two things this year. 
<laughs> you know, don't really focus right. on too much. You know, if you go and you about to, you're gonna get a guy that can run. You know, look, you're gonna be the MVS of the offense. You're gonna, you know, blow it off the top, run a couple of these routes, but it's not gonna be too confusing for you. You know, we have a really good run game, really good O line. We have Lazar, we have Randall Steele who can run those routes and things like that. So you're gonna do one or two things just so you can play extremely fast, and and we'll get you up to speed as the season goes on. You know. Um, that that's what I would do with a rookie if I'm going if I'm going to get a rookie. Plug him in. If I'm going to get a speedster, let him run. But you know, you're not gonna put too much on him. You know, and that's why I say, you know, you need to go get a veteran. And I don't know too many veterans that don't want to come in here. And I know money is always the issues, but I don't know if it's too many veterans in here that don't want to come play with Aaron Rodgers and have an opportunity to win a win a Super Bowl. You know, I think of guys like Jarvis Landry who's coming off of you know injury and you know coming coming from the Cleveland Browns a guy who's tough who's always reliable who knows how to play in the cold you know knows how to work the slot and to play outside as well you get a speech during the draft I think you add a Jarvis and, and a speech during the draft to what you already have in a receiver core you got a really strong receiver core to go on a really good offense do you did, were you surprised that Devontae left after everything that went down and the reports were that the Packers were willing to to kind of meet his demand, so to speak? I was surprised a little bit. You know, I, I was surprised. You know, I had an opportunity to talk to Devontae. I, I didn't I didn't know that you know it was even leading to this 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 direction until I kind of spoke with Devontae and had a conversation with Devontae, and he kind of told me, you know you know, things that he wanted and, you know, things that was going down and all that. So, I mean, I didn't I didn't really even, you know, know that it was going to lead this way. I definitely, even when I spoke with him, I knew he was going to get tagged. I definitely didn't see things going this way this fast, you know. Now, me knowing Devontae, talking to Devontae, having a conversation with Devontae, I knew that he was not going to sign that franchise tag. So, I was like, oh, shoot, this is going to be a standoff, but this will probably be something in training camp if Devontae doesn't show up. You know, it'll be a standoff. You know, who gonna, you know who's going who's gonna to last longer, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I did not see things going this way this fast, um, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, Devontae, the Packers organizations, whatever the conversations they had, felt like it was best to let Devontae go now and felt like it was best for them as an organization, you know, to be able to, you know, get a jump on it and figure out what you're going to do in the draft or free agents to be able to possibly try to replace him. Now with, with Randall being in that room still, you know, how much does he have on his shoulders to help whomever comes into that system to try to educate some of the young guys to get up to speed? I mean, because that's one of the reasons you would figure he's there is to be this, this, this brain, this mentor, this guy that can help you study film. Absolutely. I think a lot of it's going to, um, you know, lean on Randall's shoulder strictly because he's played with Aaron the longest. He knows exactly what Aaron's thinking. He knows exactly what Aaron wants, whether you on the outside or the inside, you know, so he's going to be that mentor for these young coming in because he's, he's, he has the most experience with them. You know, he, he understands what Aaron wants at, at certain times in the game. You know, he understands what you need to do as a rookie to be able to have some opportunities to get the ball and things like that. So I think Aaron Rod, I mean, uh, Randall Cobb is going to be huge in that room uh, from the mental aspect of it to be able to help these young fellas as the season goes on because week by week it changes. You know, week by week you're going to need, you know, to hear different things. And Randall is that guy who's been in this thing for so long, been playing with Aaron for so long. Week by week he's he's been going through, you know, what it takes to be a professional. So he's going to be able to help those young guys out big. And at the end of the day, I think he's going to have a big role in the offense, you know, because, 
he's he's the one that Aaron trusts the most, and he's pro- and he's probably going to be working in there in that slot and be able to have a lot of opportunities. So he's going to be big in that room on and off the field all season long. Talking with James Jones, the former Packers wide receiver with the NFL Network. You can catch his stuff there as an analyst. You can also follow him at 89JonesNTAF. Follow his stuff there. So, James, uh, the other teams in the NFC, I mean, for everything that's gone on in the AFC, and that's a whole other animal, but in the NFC, it's what? The Packers, Matthew Stafford, and uh, the the Rams, the Cowboys, uh, and then what? Uh, Tom Brady and company down in Tampa Bay, and then everybody else playing for second? I think that's right. I think you hit that right on the nose. I mean, obviously, we always have those teams that's going one one or two of those teams that's going to come out and surprise you and, you know, end up being a really good football team. You know, I still always, I never count the Minnesota Vikings out strictly because, you know, Kirk Cousins playing really good football. They got two phenoms on the outside. They got a phenom in the backfield. You got to believe their defense is going to be better. So, you know, I wouldn't count them out on, you know, having a successful season and being able to make some noise in there. But, yeah, those are the top dogs. You talk Rams, you talk Cowboys, you talk you talk Tom Brady, you talk the Packers. You know, I think those are going to be the top teams in the, in the NFC that's going to be competing when it gets to this playoff time. So real quick before I let you go, uh, and, and you look at the rest of this uh, this league, really, the shift from quarterbacks with all the tr- – can you remember a time that in an offseason has been this volatile, this trade-happy, so many guys, so many big names trading teams? Oh, this is madness. This is madness. I've never been a part of an offseason like this ever in my life. <laughs> um, since I've been playing, since I've been been an analyst, I mean, this this is crazy. I mean, you you talk big names, you're talking franchise players. You're not just talking big name guys. You got you you are talking franchise players at every position. You talk at the quarterback. You talk in the receiver position. Like this is, you know, this is this is this has been crazy. You look at Devontae. You look at Tyreek Hill. I mean, those are franchise wide receivers that you want to build your team around, your receiver core around, your offense around. Obviously, you think about Russell Wilson, you know, and those guys like that. You know, even Matt Ryan. You know, seeing guys like that, it's just it's strictly been crazy. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, but it's been wild. Um, I think we in in for a treat for this this football season coming up. Um, just all the big additions that's been added. Like I said, franchise guys on the move. You think of the pass rushers, the Chandler Jones, the Khalil Max. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's been a crazy, crazy off season, and I think it's going to lead up to one hell of a football season. I'm excited about it and ready for this thing to get started. All right, pal, you be good. Uh, we'll talk again real soon, but I look forward to talking to you down the road, too. Okay, thanks for the insight. Sounds good, brother. Not a problem. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. James Jones, former Packers wide receiver, now with the NFL Network. He's an analyst for the NFL Network. You can follow him on Twitter at 89JonesNTAF. That's at 89JonesNTAF. But uh, you can see his stuff all the time on the NFL Network. And as he said, to win a Super Bowl, you had to have multiple weapons. You had Greg. You had James. You had Donald. You go through that whole list. You had George, you had all those guys. Then you had your Michael, even though your Michael wasn't in the Super Bowl. But to, you get my point. You had all those weapons, all those guys. They all could have been pretty much number ones. The only guy that probably wasn't going to be a number one on another team was probably Donald Driver at the time. But he was one of the best slot receivers in the league. You had all of those weapons. You needed them all, and you needed a defense to back them up. 
a defense that was loaded with the Defensive Player of the Year in Charles Woodson, pass rusher in Clay Matthews, best season he ever had in A.J. Hawk, the beef up front, B.J. Raji, Howard Green, Colin Jenkins. You go to C.J. Wilson, you go through that list. You had all those guys. And then a young Tremont Williams, a young Sam Shields, those guys, Nick Collins, who was on his way to a Hall of Fame career had he not ended up with a neck injury. All those guys. And and they won a Super Bowl. And now you look at this team and you think, okay, defensively they've upgraded and they have some really quality pieces on the defense. But offensively, you need weapons, man. It's it's not going to be an easy road to go by any stretch of the imagination. The team's all in. But like he said, he was really surprised that Devontae just did not want to come back. Did not want to come back. Some really good stuff and insight from our buddy uh, from James Jones. So thanks to him for joining the program for a couple of minutes. Hey, uh, if you've got choices, much like uh, we're just talking about right here right now, um, You've got choices from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. All you got to do is add a patio door. Listen up. Right now, through the end of the month, you buy three Pella Windows, you save 500 bucks when you add a patio door. You buy six Pella Windows, save 1000 bucks when you add a patio door. It goes from there. You see what I'm saying? The more windows you buy, you add a patio door, the more you're going to save ultimately. In addition to the unbeaten variety, with, with, by the way, six different lines, two lines of vinyl, impervia, three different wood lines, all of those lines. For your budget, for your taste, for your need, whatever it happens to be, you buy more, you save more when you just add a patio door with our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. Dot com and, and just go check it out. Or just call them 855-PELLA-WI. They'll come to your house. They'll custom measure. You can pick out the hardware. Uh, do you want a roll screen? Not a roll screen. Do you want a slider window? Not a slider window. Crank window, whatever it happens to be. They can, they've got something to fit your life, whatever it is. Check them out. 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Or go to PELLA-WI.com. That is PELLA-WI.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.